The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. I am here, just like I always am in every single episode. I just want to say, I don't know, I think uh, today would be a great day, Patreon-wise, if uh, a lot of times we like we do a lot of like uh, funny faces at the camera. We do a lot of faces to the camera. We, we call it thumbnailing tins. Thumbnailing tins. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. The, the little box that you click on on YouTube is the thumbnail, obviously. Right, and, obviously. And, and so every single week, uh, we need to uh, we need to, to take photographs of yes. ourselves in order to look silly. Exactly. And uh, we don't always know what we're going to talk about. So we got to make like a variety of faces and then just sort of pick and choose after the fact. Yeah, uh, like what, what to match whatever sense. the title ends up being. And I would just say that typically we don't, I don't think we normally share the um, un used thumbnailing pins but today i feel like we should for for this episode we should post all of the unused ones in in patreon i like it because i like was it a really um i was i was going all out you know what we'll do we'll, we'll post on the patreon just as free public facing so you don't have to be a patron there you in go order to just see go them. check yeah, it just, that's just, true yeah. just go check it out you know if yeah. you happen to click around while you're there and they're like whoa there's a bunch of interesting stuff like mm. I, I like this podcast maybe want to support them anyway you can do that patreon.com slash popcorn culture do you know that so, on on more than one occasion i have like tried to be like i have thought to myself like i want to be really intentional in super carlin brothers videos about making very funny faces and try and make like become like 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 that being like a known part of the the jonathan carlin online personality that like this guy does a good funny face is this a fact yes it's a fact are you telling me for the first time ever that there there has been active intention all this while there well 
there's been active intention. There has been terrible execution because I think about it a lot when I'm not on camera and almost zero when it's actually filming time. Oh, sure. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah. That, and so it's yeah. like it, it rarely comes through. But I this I'm I'm saying it out loud now to you so that maybe when we're filming, you can be like, this would be a great time for one of those patented Jay Carlin funny faces. <laughs> I'm on the complete uh, for, for one. I find this to be hilarious that this mm. is something that you you would have held like enough importance in your mind in order to like want this to be like a known characteristic yeah. about what you're putting out yeah. into the world. Right. Like like was there was there an inspiration at some point where where you were like, man, you know what I really like about insert comedian here Jim or Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah, for sure. So you're going for like the king I of funny faces. Look, there's no way to top Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> but but there I think there's there's room there's room to be um you know in in the circle it's not like just one person has to stand there well yeah, that's that's true but if I'm there not was trying to be like the top dog or anything you know I don't have I just I don't have his face he's got I can't this is the thing this is the my real downfall when it comes to a facial comedian oh sure yeah I can't do like a single eyebrow thing like I'm not good at I've literally like spent time Tr- like staring in the mirror like trying to work the eyebrow muscle that might like if there's if there's things you can do to like develop this skill i would i haven't it's probably just, it's like one google away but like as you know i've definitely spent time like staring in the mirror trying to like move a single eyebrow and it's like i can't I, I don't I don't I can't do it you know you can do it I can't I can do it but yeah. I can only do it with my left eyebrow well I'm, I'm like literally like as you're talking right now I'm like trying to like raise my yeah, right one up do? no no okay okay yeah no so I can't do my right one but I can do my left one and I don't really know when that happened it's almost like it's like learning how to like whistle or something like that where it's yeah. almost like I think probably once upon a time I did it once and it was like hold freeze nobody do anything like now I yeah. need to like focus all my energies on figuring out how to how to right. like be able to repeat this particular thing right so my my backup move is since i can't actually lift one eyebrow it's more like to widen one eye okay which is like sort of also normally a part of that that look but it's like it doesn't get the full effect because i can't like raise the one the one brow it's well, a real, too bad. i know it's a real downside to my um <coughs> you, you want to know what's funny my repertoire yeah right, i know yeah <laughs> that's exactly it no this is but i hate 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 when you're taking like a group photo and and somebody lobs out and now let's do a silly one mm-hmm. because I'm like I'm always in the moment it's kind of like I don't really know what's appropriately silly for for this occasion um, I feel like I can't stick my tongue out very far mm-hmm. like I feel like the, like the little thing that like holds your tongue to like the bottom of your mouth or whatever yeah. is like I feel like mine has got like a short leash <laughs> it's, yeah, like, it's, it's like it's like it's not it's not going anywhere yeah. so you, mm-hmm. you can't do like tongue out silly face like you know I feel like if you just like do like moose antlers or something like that's just so overplayed you know it's like it's like it's like what is a good funny face that will convey from like far away yeah you know that somebody's gonna look at and like wow that's a good one that's a good funny face right what do you do do you have a go-to i normally just do like like tongue out kind of thing yeah i know you think you think someone trying to make it in the funny face world would have more of like a an answer to this question i I know know, it's mostly just like (laughs) well that was pretty good though it's it's a good it's a good silly face oh good thank you you know so i think a lot of times i'm not entirely unpracticed over here i stick my tongue out yeah there's a lot going on (laughs) right right. i mean it's 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 multi-dimensional like angles there's like layers so i mean like looking at your face i can tell that not only do you kind of have like like tongue out like a little bit of like a head tilt and like eyes are kind of like different like openings and exactly. stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah. you're, you're like the little emoji that, exactly. that does like the tongue out so, thing. You know, 
Yeah, which is which is like one of those I this is I think when it comes to the emote library, I find myself in, and especially here lately, I don't know what it is about like at office, we use um, a program called Slack, which is just basically like it's got like all of the different, you know, categories of like, you know, the, the different projects that we're working on so that we can keep stuff straight and yeah, and all that. And um, like one of the things that I feel like I have really leaned into way heavy lately is just going through and trying to like have like a unique emoji response to like oh, everybody's sure. like yeah. individual little like, hey, this just got uploaded. It's like, OK, good deal. I'm like, you know, like I'll I'll, I'll drop, you it know. Is- it is funny to me how like almost no matter what, whatever like text group you're in, how like certain emojis will like like work their way into like the vernacular of that particular conversation. Yes. Yep. Like yep. in our Slack, like I use the lettuce emoji all the time. Leafy greens. Leafy greens or yeah. whatever it is. And it's like it, most of the time, I bet almost no one uses the leafy green emoji almost ever right. to any effect. But it basically just means the same as like using the fire emoji in any other context where it's just like, that's awesome. But th- this like, is this I mean, is fire. To, to clarify, this is only in our office. That this only is true. in our yeah, Slack. Like, yeah. In Slack, if I respond to you with a lettuce emoji, it is like, well done. Awesome. Love it. Great. Yes. yes. And everyone knows that. Right. Or I hope everyone knows that. I, I know. Yeah. Like, Does Isabel know? Certainly she <laughs> figured it out by context clues by now i don't know there were there was one day last week where i was dropping a whole row of emojis on something she said and then i realized that the first four that i had put on there were all red so then i just put a whole bunch of other red related emojis Uh, so i may i may have like diluted the pool a little bit mm. and just put sheer randomness so maybe you have your you have your phone on you now what are your hang on what are your current three Almost La- certainly the one that's called joy, but is actually the one where like the laughter face has like the tears coming the te- out of the that, sides. I mean, yeah, that, that is it's it's hard for that. I mean, then okay, so I feel like mine are kind of boring. The, but what I was going to tell you is that I feel like I will I'll find like my voice. It's almost like learning like a new vocabulary word yeah. where like sometimes like I will discover an application for an emoji and then all of a sudden it's sort of like I'm like, ooh. I now have like a new, better way. Like the like they just recently added like the one where like the face is melting a little bit. And oh, have you seen like that a, one? Like a pool on the ground, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I feel like that one has become like highly applicable. Like, oh my gosh, Ali, I just did something embarrassing, and you can send the you know like the like, <laughs> yeah. the, like the face sync emoji or whatever. Yes, that's very good. So I got the joy laughter. I have like the the blush face, sort of like wide eye open, sort of like embarrassed one. Yeah, uh, clearly I'm embarrassed a lot. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> I, like that 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 comes out. I have the the tears, uh, like the sobbing tears one um like, what, like cry like sadness tears yeah, like, not like laughing crying um not not laughing crying but like two two clean streaks of tears coming out of what is otherwise a sad face but like sometimes i feel like you could send that one as like oh man the my grocery order subbed out my apples for spaghetti like 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 an <laughs> ironic amount of sadness yeah, an ironic amount yeah. of sadness yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so i was like i feel like i'm probably using it more frequently for ironic sadness than i am for actual sadness right um but but not never occasionally there's that one um i'm trying to see what else i have in here that i've that i've recently do i do the hands raised one a lot like okay like let's go that's that's good like, oh wait like where it's like two hands two hands with like a bunch of like little arrows kind of like pointing at it's okay like, like, so now i agree with you that that's like hand hands praise yeah like, yeah. Boom. Now I've heard arguments though that some people think that's one half of like a two-handed high five. <gasps> oh, I sort of love that too, though. Yeah, I've, I've never, like, I've never read it that way. But Me, now that I yeah. see it, I can't unsee it. I agree. I like. I don't think that is the. I like. I'm like. 
I think it is so overwhelmingly used as like hand sprays, like, yes, well done. Right, right, right. You, know, yes, you yeah. did it kind right. of thing. But I'm like, and then, but like, I look at it sometimes and I'm like, like, if you look at the one directly beneath it, it is just hands clapping and it uses the same little triangle sounds. Okay. Yep, to convey yep. that it's like clapping and not. And specifically, probably not praying, right? Because if you just saw those two hands together without the lines, it would look like praying. But with the triangles, it looks like clapping. I feel like there is a prayer hands one anyway, though, with little blue cuffs. Oh, is there? Yeah. yeah. So I would I would say that you're, the, right, you're I, right. I think the other one is is active is well, active it's definitely clapping. clapping. But would it still be clapping without the triangles? Would it still be clapping without the triangles? Let's see here. I want to look at if again. that's true. Does it make the triangles? in praise hands clapping almost, almost clapping yeah I, I i get what you're saying i like somehow i still feel like they're being used mildly differently um like but but, it, but i feel like if you don't have the little uh little triangles for the clapping one then you almost can't even tell that it's two hands like it's almost like the little clap the, the little clap symbols yeah like help you to realize like oh that that's that's two hands yeah. versus just like one hand sort of at like a weird sideways angle boy this is me discovering a brand new emoji right now Can I see it, it is i just sent it to you oh you sent it to me okay it hey, is like it. robotic arm oh yes no i love this one i think this is a great one yeah like yeah. like a little um yeah yeah no that's that's a great one yep that's um good. So what is your most commonly used emoji my or at least my i wish it was sorted by that like it was sorted by most commonly used and not like ones you just used most recently i feel like my leftmost row is most commonly used and then and then like it, it also mixes like some other ones in there that are sort of like yeah you use these one time yeah i think yeah okay well my most frequently used one at least in the top left is laughing crying emoji okay and then the one uh after that and this one i know i use all the time is like nervous laughter where it's like guy laughing but he's got like the sweat bead coming down yeah yeah, yeah. i do yep, yep. i do nervous laughter a lot like <laughs> Uh, hilarious right whoopsie right right <laughs> and then i've just got popcorn bucket which is weirdly listed twice under frequently used oh, i've got popcorn bucket on the first row and the third row even though i don't like honestly i don't think i use popcorn bucket that much despite being on a show right now called popcorn culture <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think it would be like way way yeah. more way more often brought up that's so interesting yeah the other one i really like is the star eye emoji i feel like that one's yes. uh, i sort of caught that one from you yeah. I, I feel like you were using it for a little I while star eyes a lot i use i use um like gasping like like i kind of like the home alone sort of look where he's got like the two hands on the face but like the Ooh. the white pupils with like the blue face that one is i, I think that one's versatile that one yeah. i think that's what i like about that because it can mean either like bad thing happened or like oh my god that's so amazing oh, right right right, right. Yeah. yes 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 like i feel like i've sent you good news and you've sent that back to me before and it's like yeah exactly yeah it's yeah. like, like, it's like said, wow if, i can't believe right like i think you've sent me like like oh look at this rare pokemon card i pulled and it's yeah. like oh Right. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. You almost did the exact face. Yeah. Wow, what a good funny face to put Thank out you. on the internet. Wow. Thank yeah. you. You know, I'm trying to, I'm working on my brand. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm totally getting that. I'm totally yeah, getting thank that. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's 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 super funny. But I do feel like there's there's something to be said, like the like emoji. So going back to like the raised hands, this is one of those where I feel like um, you can almost dilute the meaning of of a. Uh, of one of these like little ways of communicating very quickly like because thumbs up is to me is basically just like okay thank you for letting me know like that is the, that is the equivalent of like sending like an, an email that just says like received thank you the thing is i feel like thumbs up must be taking a real dive in usage because you can just like 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 respond with a thumbs up 
Oh, you know, true. Like you yeah. Just thumbs up someone's text rather than having to send the thumbs up. <clears throat> yeah, like the press and hold thing. Yeah. Which I use that constantly. Me too. Yeah. I think especially for either it's like it's like the thumbs up is great for understood. It's like instead of responding with a K. Right, right, know? right, right, right. Yeah. Oh um, gosh, K. Oh. Man, if there was anything back in the day that would signal faster that this person is upset with me, it's it's K. No, but see, this is I think that's the problem is that like K has so many. It's like it could mean upset or or it could just mean like acknowledged. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. This this was like this was in in like early instant messaging days or texting days or something like if you say like, hey, exclamation point, well, they would well, write back like instant, like, instant messaging different than texting. That, I, mean, I mean, I guess that's I mean, that, and instant messaging, you have access to the entire keyboard, you know, it's right, not like, right. I mean, I, you do texting as well. Right. But like you're like sitting instant messaging was you sitting at a computer with the intent of having a conversation. So to send a single letter back would be like, wow, didn't have time to even make another keystroke. No, you can't even do KK. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. KK. KK. Yeah. Uh, but then like texting, you know, may, may, it's just like, you know, maybe maybe you're just exchanging, you know, logistics anyway. Yeah. Still, still, I would I would find it to be. I find it to be passive aggressive. This is this is one of those like, um, and I can't tell if it's like a micro generation difference or if if like as time goes on. But I remember when text based communication started to become extremely prominent, there was like this big sentiment that would go around, which was and, and I mean like I know that this is true on some level, but it's like people can't tell emotion as well through texting, and I would argue that there is a skill to injecting emotion through texting and, mm-hmm. and i don't think that everybody is equally good at it so it's like it still remains true that um like that like some information is lost in text-based communication right but i also feel like if you communicate with me i don't think as much as is lost in text-based communication like, like you send you try and Im, you, like load up a lot of emotion into your words i, I try to include emotion in, in like mm-hmm. every single text that i send yeah. but sometimes i also think that it uh you you point this out a lot with me where if you talk to me i include a lot of words yeah like i, I yes like it's it, like everything is very ridiculous or i i will i will include all the like the little modifiers like hey we're going at this time if you'd like to join but no problem if not no pressure whatsoever like you know like right, I'm, yeah i'm really big on sort of like adding way 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 too much ben but, ben loves words like a essentially or basically or simply or yes yes i do i do but but i but like they they do uh in my mind i find them to be essential like i I think that they are actually adding to the layers of meaning that i'm able to uh then you know um communicate just to some other person like it's it's by having all of these these like inclusions i feel like it also makes it so that like when i don't use them it's like maybe like that much more impactful or yeah or whatever the, whatever the case may be but it may also be the case that it's just like the thumbs up emoji where it's like maybe at some point in time it can lessen the value if you do it like too often mm-hmm. you know i always found this to be the case uh in early relationships as well like where you would first communicate to somebody that you like liked them and it was like the greatest feeling ever like when somebody was like i like you you know it was sort of like oh, no way like now it's like i mean feel so special and now there's like nothing there's nothing i can do but like but like you know like i want to tell you so often that i like you because i want to be able to like continuously give you that sensation right but then it was also like but if you say it like every single day like every other sentence it's like well at some point in time it's just sort of like yeah, no, i 
Yeah, I, I know. I got it. I, yeah, yeah. No, like, like, but, but that's the thing. It's like that that first time you hear it, it's like it's so good, right? But then you want it to to continue to be good forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is hard to it's hard to recreate. You gotta, yeah, you gotta no sort doubt. Yeah. You gotta sort away and pull it out on occasion. Right. Yeah. And, your whole, your whole relationship can't just be based on we like each other because that only gets you so far. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 Yes. But I, I do think some of my like you know going back to uh like middle school and I would even say this possibly could have been before I really started to to use like AOL and sent messenger back in the day but like when I would email oh um, yeah, yeah yeah and you know I, I do think at some point in time like you know you'd sit next to somebody in class or whatever you'd strike up a rapport with them all of a sudden you re- you were like maybe potentially interested in each other in a very middle school kind of way um, and then I feel like all of the emails would just slowly descend into just describing how much we liked each other which right. was like yeah. it was like well now we're not really like the thing that we originally liked about each other we've left that far behind right like, yeah now we're not even having the witty banter that we once had now we're just like like reinforcing this and it's like it's a slow slide down a hill to where it's like well now there's not really anything now we're not really we don't ever talk anymore <laughs> right it's like it's like yeah it's like before you were friends and because you were friends you started to like each other but then once you started dating like the, the only thing that defined your relationship was the fact that you were in a relationship yeah so then you start yeah. this like compliment volley back and exactly. forth and it's just sort of yeah. like okay then we and have then to the end, you're like what happened what went wrong i know <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like you, you stop talking to each other <laughs> exactly exactly i've had yeah I, I mean i was so victim to this yes all the yep, time yep. yeah it was such a thing so yep. it's, it's like one of the and it's tricky too because it does i mean like especially early on especially if you're surprised that the person like uh is reciprocating those feelings yeah. back at you it's like i mean it's so powerful um but then you know eventually it's not eventually it's not <laughs> Got to be cautious. Got to be cautious. Indeed. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Okay. So um, anyway, transition. Transition. Popcorn Culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like, even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting you know to me it was just like a rare charizard is a rare charizard like it doesn't doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded it can add huge value and then not only that but once they're graded they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab and that's where arena club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack but it's for a pre-graded card Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre-graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out. 
And right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which, wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile, and it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Ben, it says here that Alice gave you an early Christmas gift. It could die, which, God, I'm so hoping this isn't you telling me that, like, you guys are pregnant again or something. No, oh, my gosh. No, 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 no. Um, oh, my gosh. That would be such a way of uh, of delivering that news. <laughs> like, why would you phrase it like that? <laughs> clickbait. <Yeah. laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I'm going to clickbait, clickbait my brother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, well, I brought it up. So there you go. What? I know. So, what a living organism were you gifted? No, well, and I had to write it this way because this is really the way that or Alice is it a battery? D- delivered it to me. <laughs> yeah, it's in a battery. It's like it could die. So but dramatic. And then you could recharge it. Yeah. How fun. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So let me tell you all about how I got a I got a battery for Christmas. No. Um. So th- this was it was just kind of funny because I got home from work last Friday and I walked in and Alice typically is um. I would just say so preoccupied with all of daily life that most often it feels like it is like, you know, Christmas Eve and she's like, okay, I really got to go like leave for a little bit so I can wrap your gifts. So she, what I'm trying to say in a nice way is that she waits the last minute for the most part, Um, which is totally fine because, you know, it's like at the end of the day, 
as long as it's ready by Christmas, you know, we're there. We're there. Right, we yeah, got this. We're good. Exactly. Um, I, although sometimes I do find it to be absolutely hilarious that we go to the links to have it be like Christmas Eve and we're doing all of this like concealment just quite literally so that it can be unconcealed like 12 hours later. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's like, man, we're literally uh, going to be tearing this right back off in no time flat, but got to do it because it's so much fun. Right. Um, Tradition, my boy. Yes, exactly. Um, and quick name of the wind reference for yes, the bingo yeah. cards. Um, <laughs> No, but I know so, you got it. Yes, I did. <laughs> so getting uh getting home on Friday afternoon though, I walk in the door and on the kitchen counter is a, a, a quite a large box that has been wrapped and I'm sort of like, you know, like I walk in and I greet Addie and we're like just sort of chatting and sort of having like the typical like, you know, daily debrief, like how was your day and like all that type of stuff. Mm. Um, you know, of course, like I love you. I love you more. <clears throat> I love you more. I love you so much more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just what, a, what a callback. <laughs> it was a callback. Um, no, but so I'm like, uh, weird question. What's up with the big box? And she's like, well, it's one of your Christmas gifts and it could die. And I was like, Oh gosh. And so like quite literally the night before our mom had just brought a, um, a puppy home from the SPCA where she oh works for, for a foster. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm literally like, I'm like, you know, in my mind, I'm like, there's no way in the world that Alice would do that type of thing. But in my mind, I'm sort of like, we just went and spent time last night at mom's house playing with the new puppy. And now there's a gift on the table that's wrapped. That's kind of big. That could die. And right. So I'm like, I'm like, Alice, what, so I literally, like, what are you like concerned that there's a live like a, like a dog in the box wrapped that will remain there until Christmas? I would say if no, 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 definitely yeah. not that. Um, so the, like in my mind, I'm like, there is like a, like a one point three percent chance that for some reason she thought it was a good idea to get a puppy without right. telling me we already have two dogs I'm, I'm not opposed to puppies i just we have them already right you yeah. know we're, we're covered in that department and so I'm, I'm i literally look at her i'm like it's not a puppy right like like you would like it's not a puppy like can we get that out of the way first because yeah. like <laughs> I, I need to know how long has it been wrapped um which is not very long at all um and so anyway it's i'm, I'm kind of like okay like what what could be in here that could die that to the point where like Allie must have received it in the mail today and wrapped it and was sort of like okay like we, we basically have to open it like we can't wait until Christmas okay so was it like a plant well so I get yes yeah, so I get to open it up and I'm, I'm cracking in and in fact what it is is a sourdough starter oh! and yeah and it comes in this like massive oversized box I guess because of like all of like the packaging to like make sure that it's like nice and safe and everything and it has a, a crock which is like the container that you keep your sourdough starter mm-hmm. in as well which maybe you have one because I know Beth did we did um, sourdough for a while I think I was did die I don't know yeah well it's uh, that was it, it's been very very interesting so in the past couple of weeks and actually for uh, the past several months I've, I've been like pretty interested in trying to take some of my baking endeavors and cross over the threshold into bread yeah which if I've learned anything from watching the Great British Baking Show, or the Great British Bake Off, rather, uh, it seems like bread can be rather finicky. Like when it's like bread week, it kind of seems like everybody's like a little bit on their toes. It does seem like people are on their toes. It's always week three. And I think it's the part of the reason people are so nervous on the Great British Bake Off is because like Paul Hollywood, the host, is like particularly famous for his bread. His bread, yeah. yeah. So I mean, he's, he's bread king. He's bread king. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. The, the Jim Carrey of uh, bread faces. Right. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know, you know. <laughs> for another callback. Um, so 
Uh, but like, anyway, it's, it's been one of these things where I had found once upon a time, like this, like Dutch oven style way of, of cooking bread. And I was like, oh man, that'd be so cool. Like I'd love to have a Dutch oven, but they're like, you know, cast iron, ceramic lined, uh, pots and stuff like that. So they're kind of expensive. So Alice got me one for my birthday. Um, and I, I basically have not really had like a true opportunity to, to use it yet, but just in the past several weeks, uh, Addie has been super into having toast for breakfast. And so Alice is like, man, we should really try to make some bread. And I was like, well, like I know my mom makes English muffin bread all the time. Super easy, super simple. Like I think it's like just a handful of ingredients. You don't have to do like a, a massive like proofing time or anything. Right. You know, it's like, like feels like basically just put the ingredients together, put it in the oven and you've got like a and loaf you've of got bread, like a completely edible loaf of bread. Right. Um, so I did that, made my first couple of loaves of which um, I basically had made my first slice and I was like, oh, you know, I, I need to go hop in the shower in the morning. So like I like cut one. And I was like, Allie, I'm going to go run up and shower. Would you be able to like just like make me some like toast before I leave for like work this morning or whatever? Yeah. And in the time that I go upstairs to shower and come back down, uh, Indy had jumped up on the counter and ate the entire loaf of bread. No, yeah, the whole loaf, no! the entire thing, yeah, all of it, the wow. whole thing. So it was like it was it was such a bummer because I was like, oh, man, like my first loaf of bread, like my dog just ate the whole thing um to bring it back to puppies in fact even how about there that you go. Yeah, going full wow. circle um so anyway uh it's been it's been kind of like one of those things so uh but yeah so i got this i got the sourdough starter and now i'm like i'm super jazzed because i'm learning so much about like the science that goes into like keeping these things alive mm-hmm. and they're really interesting because i guess the point of sourdough is it's supposed to it's supposed to provide you the ability to make bread without the need for yeast is is sort of like i think the the general idea okay and so probably dating back like through history i suspect owning a starter was probably like a fairly like useful household object or or, or giftable thing to have like amidst the family sure because it provided you the ability to continuously make bread what i had no idea about was that like you have to feed this thing like a lot yeah you know like with some frequency so it's like it's been so interesting over the past several days because me and Allie are like all right so we got to head down for a nap should we go feed the bread <laughs> it's yeah like, right yeah we're gonna do that now you know, too. like it's like, it's like this weird like goopy mass and you have to like add like you know equal parts of like water and like you know flour to it and then like separate off like this much so it can like eat the new flour or whatever and um it's just been endlessly fascinating and so uh, i'm hoping that in the next like week or so i'll be able to make my first ever okay, sourdough yeah. bread but so you haven't actually made any sourdough yet i haven't done it yet okay but but i'm but it's in root okay. like to the point where I was like, Oh man, it'd be so cool if I could like give people sourdoughs. But I'm like, mm. that's, that's probably too ambitious. Like considering I've got like, you know, six days yeah. um, to get going. I know, to, I know cause Beth was making it for a while and it was unlike the English muffin bread, more of like a, almost like a full day endeavor or something yeah, to yeah. like proof it and, you know, let it out in this particular temperature and then score it and then cook it. And yeah, you need the Dutch oven or whatever. And, yeah. Yeah. So I remember all that. Yeah. Stuff, so we're, we're hoping, hoping for bread soon. So I'll be, I'll be sure to keep you posted awesome. on, on how that's going. Oh, yeah. That if, if anybody has any pro tips for me though, I'm all ears because oh, like, this it's like when, cause I remember Beth doing it and it, it was like a little more complicated than you'd think for like bread. It's like flour, water, salt, right? Go. Um, right. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Bread. There you go. Bread. Bread. Ed- edible flour. <coughs> edible flour. You can do it. Um, but it, and then every, every video in the world you look up that is like, you know, how to make sourdough. They are always like, it's the easiest thing in the world. Right. And it's always like, it's just these 20 steps. And you're like, it's, why are you calling it easy? Yeah, it's like, this is highly complicated. It's like, it's yeah. Like a lot of measurements and things and stuff. And yeah. 
Well, I'm learning. I'm okay, learning. Well, yeah. all right. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. I would. Yeah, it's, this is something I. Yeah, I would. I'm not. I, I would love to be into into sourdough. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those like, as well where I bought like a kitchen scale forever ago, you know, just like a like a little digital yeah. whatever. It's basically like a packing scale as well if you if you need it to be. Um, but it's like literally just in the past like couple of months, I've started like weighing all my ingredients instead yeah. of like using like cups and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. And I do feel like there's been like a difference. And so I almost feel like I like graduated uh, from some of like my baking endeavors into like this next stage where it's like, yeah. I'm a, I'm a weigh the ingredients kind of guy all of, of, course, of a sudden. Of course. Yeah. So yeah, we're baking very precise. Very right precise. There. Yeah. Which I actually quite like because I think sometimes like what we do here at work is so like non-precise. Right. Like like everything that we do is sort of like it's all subject to interpretation. It's it's all just like freestyling and, and like whatever the case may be. So it's like sometimes you'd be like, oh my gosh, somebody has written out exact rules that I can follow and all I have to do is just just weigh 113 grams of flour and I'm in. Right. It should you come know? out the exact same every single time. Why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Probably humidity or yeah, yeah, stuff you know, like that. Temperature in the tent or whatever. Barometric pressure. Right. Almost. Mm-hmm. Probably. Definitely, maybe. Definitely. Yeah. Anyway. So uh, yeah. So anyway, I've got my first ever sourdough starter endeavoring. I mean, we take the last week of the year off too. So I'm super excited because I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have a bread day. I'm going to, going to sourdough it up. The day of bread. Yeah. yeah that'll be fun. Do you have to, I guess, do you have to like wait between bakes for it to like grow again? Probably. Or, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't gone that far. About it. Yeah. We're going it, to, it's like, it's like, it's like my own little like, uh, like Tamagotchi, you know. Yeah. Except it's except it's bread. Yeah. Except not nearly as important. You know? It's, it's <laughs> yeah. like it's kind of like an oozy goo. An oozy goo. <laughs> Did you say not nearly as important? Oh, well, you know. I mean, it doesn't sound like you ever played Tamagotchi for real. <laughs> <laughs> serious business. Serious business, Ben. Okay. You ever okay. been there for a battery change? <laughs> Goodness gracious! You gotta be. You gotta be like surgeon precise. You gotta be like someone's gotta hold down the copper wiring. No. I'm I'm never, so, okay. no I was I gonna did. say you know a lot about this. I, no, I mean, I'm just making stuff up i didn't play that hard i don't even think i could have told you that it was like like i definitely i think we like lightly owned tamagotchis but i was never i don't think i even understood like the point it wasn't like oh yeah i got to constantly make sure i'm keeping this digital creature alive yeah no i, I mean yeah. b- basically because that, that's exactly what it what it seems like it is is just essentially like a it's like a timer that you need to be present for occasionally right and it's like know? someone eventually people who made apps were like what if we did that but like um monetized it <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, yeah instead yeah. of having to wait four hours you could pay us money and then do it in right now do or do it in right now i yeah. mean i feel like this is like farmville or farm town or yeah. any of Farmville, those things. All of those are just Tamagotchi, right? Yeah. It's all Tamagotchi, right? They they figured it out. They were the they were the first. Maybe yeah. I, I can't actually know that for sure. There could have been something before that. Yeah, house plants. House there <laughs> yeah, there was yeah yeah. <laughs> set a little set a little egg timer to it every four hours. Come back and water it. Come back. You water your plants every four hours. No, I was just kidding. I was yeah. just you know Tamagotching it backwards. Frequent. I know. Yeah. yeah, probably get some some root rot at that point. Yeah, I know. I've got some that are like don't only water like once a week. Wow, look know. at you. You're reading the care instructions. Well, it says like wait for it. This is the other thing. Whenever you start getting into plants, I'll be like, wait until the dirt is bone dry. Bone dry. Bone dry. But don't even think about adding water until it's bone dry. And I'm like, okay. But okay. It's like a little aggressive dryness there. So do you like you carry a bone around your house and like and I'm use like, that as like, like a like this, a touchdown? Yeah, I've got it's the like, bone okay. in one hand and I'm touching the dirt and I'm like these are similar uh-huh. drynesses. This yeah. is we're there. We're there. It's the snake plant. That's the one that is like bone dry. Okay. Beforehand. Okay. And then I'm always, yeah. But otherwise, I'm just sort of going by complete feel. Okay. And sometimes I'll like use a pitcher and sometimes I've got my little mister. And I always feel like well, something very loud just happened outside. It's like a, it's like a, like a flump. Like a big uh, sound like a loud piece of metal hit the yeah. ground. Mm. Flump. Hopefully everybody's okay. Yeah. Anyway. 
That's, uh, that's, that's all I'm keeping alive right now is a bunch of house plants. I like it. So when you were talking about the dryness of the soil, my, my brain went to Moe's dryness scale, you know, like Moe's, uh, Moe's hardness scale is, okay. the, is the real thing. Not Moe's Southwest Grill. No, not Moe's Southwest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. Diff- like uh, geological or, right. yeah, or yeah, like yeah. You know, minerals and M-O-H-S. such like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, like diamonds are, are like a 10 on yeah. the scale. Yeah. Which which leads me nicely into my next transition. Yeah. Oh, pff, yeah, bring it on. Yeah, there we go. So, um, okay. Over the weekend, we had um, Alice's <laughs> sister was in town and we sort of have like, you know, the uh, the flurry at this time of year for different like holiday parties that we're like going to for like, you know, different things and stuff. Yeah. And so um, as to not interfere with them having like their own Christmas at home because they're the only members of the family that are like out of town. Yeah. Um, we had like a little white elephant gift exchange oh, yeah. over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, amazingly, I can tie this back to most hardness scale. Don't you worry. Okay. But yeah, so yeah. my, my white elephant gift exchanges are kind of interesting for me because I, I, I do quite like gift giving. It's, yeah. it's like historically been like one of my, like, you know, my love languages or whatever. Absolutely. I have fun with it. Um, of the white elephant gift exchange is, is the thing where you like you, everybody goes and buys a gift based on like a particular price point. And what you're attempting to do is just sort of like go through and open gifts in some type of order. And then there's sort of like the, like the stealing process or like the, you know, like whatever. So right. it feels like sometimes inside of the white elephant gift exchange, there can be like a most highly coveted gift. Like, like oh, you there know. for sure is. And so like, yeah, I think the the real trick of white elephant is that like like winning white elephant isn't receiving the most coveted gift. It's having brought the most coveted gift. Yes. Yeah. And, and this is the challenge for me because normally what I try to do when I'm gift giving is try to get inside the mind of the person that I'm buying for right. and, and try to find like, you know, that perfect like essence of, of like, Oh, this is the, this is the right price range, the right quality, the thing they would never buy for themselves. You know, like you're, you're really trying to like check all like the, those, those hard to check boxes. Right. Um, but then when like, it's almost the exact issue I have with super Carlin brothers, in the beginning, which was like what I found very, very like difficult was having a conversation with the black eye of the camera, right? Because it it shows no emotion back to you, right? And, and so when you're buying for like an entire group of people, it's extremely difficult to know like what the best thing is going to be. And so I, 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 my first question is: Is there anything inside of these gift exchanges? Do you have like a go to, or is there a strategy, or is there any, is there anything that you like to do as like as part of the whimsy? Anything that you've seen as a particularly good gift? I've seen a couple of things. So there is, I think there is some strategy to be had, like, uh, because you're right, like, there is inevitably in large uh, white elephant groups, there's like people who are just sort of like at the party, like, you know, they're they're doing the white elephant thing because that's part of being at the party, but they they don't really want to be a part of it. Sure, I find this uh, tends to apply to a lot of like um, like older dads or something. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. You know, okay. they're just yeah. like, yeah, okay, yeah, I did a thing. Um, like the, the, they bought the the Bluetooth speaker, right? Yeah, they got yeah. the Bluetooth speaker or something like that. It feels so, like a classic. So you can you can like. The one thing you can do in these situations is appease that crowd, give them something to be excited about. Sure. So you're not buying for the whole group, but you're buying for a certain audience that will make them feel more included or give them something. So in which case that can just be like almost any bottle of alcohol. Oh, of, sure, know. sure, sure. Yeah, like, so. like a yeah, like a like a I got you. Yeah. Like a get, bottle of bourbon. Like a bottle of bourbon. Very good white elephant gift. It is. And or wine is just a very easy go to that no one because this is the other thing. Like whenever I go into white elephant, I want to make 
make sure that like you don't want to you want to bring something that no one will be upset if they're landed with. That's also you know? true. Yeah. And mm. and the the ultimate answer for that one in my mind is like a Yeti mug, mm. you know, which Yeti is something mug, that we, bad. that Alice Very got good. and during this gift exchange over the weekend. Right. And me and her both like we're driving home. We're just like looking at the Yeti mug and we're like, I love these. Yeah. <laughs> Yeti mug. Yeti mug. Very good. Doesn't feel necessarily like like oh everyone was hunting after the yeti mug but but it does absolutely fill the void where whoever gets it is not is there's no way in the world they're going to be bombed it's like it is certainly a stealable item because if you don't have one you might want it yeah you're very likely otherwise to end up with something else but like yeah i think wine is a very good one like oh yeah you're not gonna um like yeah, no no one's gonna be like sad they went home with a bottle of wine, right? You know? So the other one that that uh, that I won actually during this gift exchange that I have seen in the past, but I also think it's a great white elephant exchanger is the uh, scratcher like lotto ticket Ooh, cards, lotto tickets because yep. they they always sort of have that like like you know there's there's usually a price limit and so like you know what we were doing for this past weekend I think was like forty to fifty or something like that so you know you you end up with like forty some odd dollars worth of scratcher tickets which you know is like that's like twenty minutes of fun oh yeah you know like going and, and sitting like, down and yeah. there's the opportunity to potentially like you know I- exceed the value Scr- by winning scratcher tickets are such a great gift to give somebody else because like you you sort of know intrinsically that like it's a bad investment to go buy scratcher tickets yes yes like, yes yes like, like the house will always win the house will always win but to just receive them as a bonus it's like even if you only win five bucks like that great yeah i know, know? exactly yeah, it's yeah. Like, and like winning the five bucks from a scratcher ticket is so much better than having someone just hand you a five dollar bill precisely yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like so, oh i did it yeah. so if i win five dollars from my my like 45 you know scratcher tickets or whatever then it'll still be much more joyous than if somebody had literally put five dollars in an envelope for this game yeah oh yeah, yeah. yeah. don't do that cash <laughs> yeah. terrible white elephant gift right right, right. Yeah. It, it, yeah don't do that that being said i did <clears throat> one of mine so i felt like i had one good one and one phoned in which was like a like a gift card just yeah. like you know your classic yeah, 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 yeah like gift starbucks card. gift card or something mm-hmm. yeah it's sort of like yeah yeah it's like no one's gonna be t- starbucks is probably good yeah that's that's not bad no one's gonna be upset they went home with the starbucks gift card there's always a few gift cards in a white elephant exchange yeah 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 i think that so this is this i I picked this up because I happened to win this at a white elephant. I thought this was like this, like moving forward. I feel like this is just what I'm going to bring because I think it's so fun. Okay. Is whenever you see the like, um, like giant candy bars. Oh yeah. yeah. Not like king size, but like comically like yard sized candy bars. Okay. Or like sometimes it's not like, you know, oh, this Kit Kat isn't three, you know, three feet long. It's just three feet worth of Kit Kat or something. Sure. It's like huge amount just like a huge thing i think that's so fun because one it's big which means it's likely to be picked up early and two it's like it's exactly the sort of thing that's like no one's going to be upset if you go home with a bunch of candy right um two it's like it's comically large and it's not something you'd ever buy for yourself but you'd be happy to get and it feels like if it's the right kind of candy bar people might steal it around some but i don't know if that's necessarily like the big winner but it will be unique i think it's not always going to be there yeah like what what wraps well i think is always very interesting because like typically you know so you've all drawn your numbers you all go around the room or whatever and you're and you're going um you know like like the per the first person needs to go up and select like an object from under the tree and so one of the things i have done in the past before was get like a 
like a jumbo pack of like premium toilet paper. Uh, um, toilet paper is a good one because it's so big when wrapped. It's so big when wrapped. Yeah. yeah. So it's like that's always really funny because somebody's like, I'm going to go with the big one. And it's like, yeah, what what could and, and this is like I, I think this is something that never expires from somebody's mind is that there's something tantalizing about a big gift. There is. But yeah. like at the same rate, it's like I can't really think of anything that you would that like I would desperately, desperately want in this price range that would come in a box that big. Right. You know, it's like, what could it be? Yeah. That would actually I mean, be. You could do the thing where it's just like because it's white elephant, like you use big box for small item. You could do that, yeah. which which actually uh, ties in very nicely to, to this year's the 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 one that I was I mean, somewhat proud of maybe I don't know um, but I thought it was I thought it was kind of interesting and mostly I really wanted to uh, see it myself and we just talked about it on the pop a couple of weeks ago um, which is uh, one of the gifts that I got so I had the gift card on the one hand and then the other was one of those tungsten cubes I was telling oh, you about yeah but it was so there's this is the um, I forget what the exact mathematical term is. Maybe a square cube ratio or something like that. But so tungsten, I I talked about on the pop a few weeks ago, is a a highly, highly dense um, material or metal. And its hardness is, I think, like second only to diamond or something like that. So it's kind of like a really unique metal that I personally like. There's a part of me that legitimately thinks that there's like the like the possibility that you could like be buying gold right right now right you know like for whimsy yeah but like at some point in time in the future it's such a uh useful metal that there's like a part of me that's like i almost just want to like 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 potentially invest just invest in it in some tungsten so yeah the the four inch cube of of tungsten pure tungsten weighs i think like 42 pounds or something like that but like like, it's way heavier than you'd expect for such a small thing exactly so it's it's so highly unusual to to see somebody like handle one because it it, it like breaks your brain based on how much something that size is even capable of weighing right um so i ordered like the little one which you know was it it was it it slightly broke the price i think it was like like 55 dollars so i went a little little bit over mm-hmm. but I, I so badly wanted to do it i was right. like i'm okay with it i'm doing it um but then it was really fun because then i could decide whether or not i wanted to wrap it in like a really really small box to the point where like people were actively handling the entire appeal of this object the whole time that like it's being yeah. passed around like like you know like i said i've done toilet paper which comes in a big box and then this is almost more like in like a ring box you know yeah. it's, it's real small right but then you pick it up and you're like why is it this heavy? Why is it this heavy? This is disproportionate. This yeah. is kind of hot. <laughs> um, so that's what that's what I did over the weekend. And I I don't know that it was like the the highly prized one or anything like that, but it was it was still really fun to watch the person unbox it and then everybody be like, wait what yeah and like you know got like passed around and everybody's like hefting it and it's like it's it is so unusual and i actually remember um so throwback to carp girl right yes when i was at physics camp physics camp when i was a little kid it was the first time i ever experienced this sensation but the uh the teacher that i was working with had a vial of pure mercury right and mercury is also famously highly dense and so it was like sealed in some type of protective case so it wasn't handling just like raw mercury yeah, right, which would yeah. of course not be safe but so he, you know he passes it around the room and it's two pounds of mercury and like it's like little unusual shaped vial thing right and, and it's like it's weirdly heavy yes it is weirdly heavy so like my whole life it was always like well, I can't go buy mercury but when I found out about tungsten I was like <gasps> but I can buy tungsten <laughs> <laughs> and so I did and so I got to hold one over the weekend and it was such a delightful experience it's nice. it is so odd how cool it is 
<laughs> That's so fun. I'm glad you had a blast with your tiny little cube of tungsten. I know. And then, and then it went to, uh, so my, my sister-in-law is a homeschool teacher. And so, and she was like, we're literally doing the periodic table right now. She was like, this is so perfect. Like, cause her kids will just think it's like endlessly amazing. Yeah. So, right. For sure. It ended up being really fun. So nice. that was, that was my pro tip. It's, it slightly probably breaks most white elephant budgets, but, um, and I know that we're now, by the time this comes out, we'll be very, very close to the actual holiday itself. But right. if you're on the hunt for something, I feel like it's a, it's a, go. it's a good one for, for future use. A tungsten. A tungsten. There you go. A small brick of tungsten. Yeah, that'd be. That sounds like a very fun little uh, thing. I think. Yeah, getting one of the big cubes sounds pretty fun too. Just I, like a little I know. party trick. The, it's yeah. it, man. I I am like it. It's it, that one becomes very expensive just because of like how much material you're you're actively buying. So if right. you can imagine, you know, like that's that's like how many cubes fit into a four inch cube. You know. Yeah. Um. But the multiplier ends up being quite a lot. Um. And. I, like but i don't know yeah it's it's like the, it would be so neat you know if, like, if you, even if you had like a dinner party or something like that you know like there's the ability to come out and like like have a nice bottle of wine or something like that or or have like cooked a nice dish or whatever but like you know to like walk in with like the briefcase and set it on the table and be like check this out boom <laughs> uh, yeah i have an odd an oddly heavy thing this is an oddly heavy thing this sounds like exactly i remember like in like growing up i always liked to have like a like a i think we talked about this before like i had a drawer in my room just full of like little trinkets yes. like this that were just sort of like odd little different toys that did funny things yes and this sounds like exactly the sort of thing that would have been up my alley right or still right. would be still even, would be yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it, this was the, i mean i used to i feel like i did the same thing with my backpack at school i think once upon yeah. a time i talked about how i had this like large golden key which i, I called the key to the odyssey oh, yes yes i do remember yeah and i they, like everyone's in a while i would just like go into my backpack and like pull it out and like all the kids in class be like whoa a big golden what, key that's so that cool. open i know and it opened like nothing treasure but, you know treasure obviously <laughs> it was like 12 bucks but <laughs> i own treasure yeah <laughs> i own treasure that's what i'm trying to i, I want you to to be like ben that know? guy like unlike his older brother who we've met before famous for his funny faces yeah this guy <laughs> this guy treasure right i'm trying to incite a hunt yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i I, I like to be heavily associated with that (laughs) this is i mean so talk about dream jobs though every once in a while this will occur to me where i'm like you know best case scenario best case scenario and we've already talked about this i'm sure but would just be a world where i uh am a master certified scuba diver Uh and i basically spend all day every day out in different oceans in a kind of like cool live-in boat type situation sure doesn't have to be a yacht but like something that probably has like a hammock strung up somewhere so you okay. could like you know after like a long day of you know like spear fishing slash yeah. treasure hunting yeah you could like you know just go and like hang out in your in your hammock thing your and, hammock, and, yeah. and, and like watch the sunset over the ocean because it's it sounds it, pretty good yeah exactly yeah um the, like, but then that's just what i do i'm just a you treasure just look for treasure i just look for treasure all right. the time and maybe find some occasionally <laughs> that's the thing i know it's like is that that's that's sort of the weird thing about treasure hunting is that it's like where like where would you even start like is there treasure to even be found like whenever you read the stories it's always like oh yeah there's the legendary lost treasure of silver man beard dude guy or whatever oh yeah 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 Man. And that was Silver such a Man. bad made-up pirate name. No, I, I loved it. For, okay. I, I, if anything, I think we should adopt it for a there character in one of our future for a twenty-seven bucks production. Yeah, As, or like you know, I think we just watched like OBX, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, everyone knows there was a giant treasure on board that ship that you know no one's ever been able to find it, but it was out there. We'll probably get it on like our first try or something." 
Um, if there was such well-known treasure in any amount of like like local lore, yeah, like I probably would do nothing in my free time except for look for Exa- it. I know, like there's no like well-known local lore about like the lost treasure of Roanoke or something. I know, like where is there's? I mean, people are always like, there's like the lost colony of Roanoke. It's like different Roanoke, different people Roanoke. Are, okay, oh, come, come on, on. yeah, Jeez. we don't live in that one. We're looking for the lost treasure of Roanoke, Virginia. Precisely, we could go. You know, fi- we gotta go. You know, that'd be that'd be a great thing to go look for. In the meantime, like things like geocaching exist, but that to me is like not nearly. It's like for some reason that doesn't that doesn't tickle the same nerve or something, you know. I, I know. I remember Alice like sort of like like told me right when we first started talking that she was that she quite liked, you know, doing some like geocache type mm-hmm. things. And we actually went and like did like a little hunt one day for like a park we used to go and spend some time at. We were like, oh my gosh, they're like, we walked by this like a million times. And like there turns out there was like a like a false screw that was actually like a little tube oh. stuck into a thing. And it, it actually was was really neat i was like man that's so cool um but i i do think i do think what like if i got heavily involved in geocaching i feel like what i would have the most fun doing is hiding and hiding. stashing the yeah. things but i would i would be like i'm including some treasure like right if you found me then you deserve some treasure right like that's what you need that that's what would be great to find is like oh uh, yeah you you found clue number one and Yo. from here you know from here you're gonna have to solve some puzzles and this is like, I think, yeah, we've talked about this before. Like, it'd be so fun if you just like set up a bunch of like, it, yeah, if we had hidden treasure somewhere that could be found based on some sort of puzzle. Oh, man. Yeah. I that know. seems like a really interesting ambition for 2024 popcorn culture <laughs> would be like, 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 all right. All right. And now, n- nobody, nobody take this. This is not us tipping the hat that this has happened or anything yeah, like that. The you numbers. Know, <laughs> this isn't the numbers. This is not like a secret code, but it does feel like the kind of thing that would be so much fun would just be like, I mean, could you imagine, especially if like we, if like we took a plane to travel somewhere to find like a vacant field and we like went and found the coordinates in the middle of that field and just like buried something just buried something you know? exactly and, ben yeah, yeah so it's like it's like we're just randomly and this is definitely not where it will be just for clarity we're just randomly in a field in utah exactly you know and it's like you know? like what's like why'd you guys travel to utah no reason but see that'd we be definitely the thing. Didn't you treasure. couldn't even tell people you went to utah you couldn't you know no. because they'd be like oh, i remember they took a trip to utah but this is what they were setting up which is why it's definitely not utah exactly. that's what i'm saying right yeah. <laughs> See now, now, now like, people are like, now, "Wait a minute!" It's like we've doubled down so hard that at this point in time, it could be I, Utah. I, I know, like, they keep saying it's not, but it's like time to go dig up a whole state, or is it? Or, or is isn't it? it? I know no, it's really not. It's really super not. But like, would there be anything that would bother you? Because like, I feel like I would want to include like my phone number or something in there. Be like, if you found this, please call me to like let me know that like it's been mm-hmm. found. Yeah. Because could you imagine if you made it like like. 27 years from now mm-hmm. just to use like a random arbitrary number because yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm messing with people yeah. at the moment yeah 27 why, why would that number be relative yeah. you know but like if 27 years from now somebody called me out of the blue and they were and like and I had forgotten or something yeah. like hey I'm standing in a field in Utah um, this is kind of odd, but I just found your treasure. Like, yeah. No way. Right. Yeah. I mean, you could include some like contact information or something in yeah, there. Or yeah. this is something else I've seen that um, people have. I've, I, there are people who have like set up things like this before. Okay. Yeah. And what one thing you can do is like put like a GPS tracker like hidden somewhere in the treasure. Okay. Such that when it is found, you'll be able to like you know, hunt down whoever found it and be like, I just wanted to see who won it. Thanks for playing my game or whatever. Or like, you know, how did you come across it or tell me your story or whatever. So like I saw one guy, um, 
this was on it was on TikTok. He was making some sort of like fun little treasure thing. And what he did was he had like a piece of pepperoni pizza and he put a little GPS tracker under a pepperoni and then he put the entire piece of pizza in like a block of resin and put that in the treasure so that like even if you found it, you wouldn't notice that there was a GPS tracker under the pepperoni. Oh my gosh. You know, that's yeah. so fascinating. I know. What but a this great was the way idea. he was gonna like be able to know whether or not it had been found at some point. Okay. Yeah. And so had it ever been do, do we know? I, I don't know. I, th- this was the setup. I saw him like loading the treasure box up and then there was like I think there's some like you know mystery stuff in there. But then he I think he started it by throwing like just like a you know a bottle in the ocean or something and it was like there you go. Whoa. Someday maybe. I don't know. <laughs> that is so fascinating. I know. What a great way to do it. Although it's also one of those things where it's like it would be I mean like the, the idea of finding a message in a bottle probably was so much more appealing when there wasn't so much like litter in the ocean otherwise. Know, yeah. To where it's like it's like that's a great idea. You know what I mean? There would be nothing cooler than discovering a bottle but like there is a very real possibility that even if I were like walking along the beach and it rolled up next to me, I'd be like, I should probably throw this away. Good Samaritan. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't notice the message inside? I mean, you probably would. I mean, yeah. like, to be honest, if I picked it up, but like, I'm also imagining like these big sea collectors or whatever out mm-hmm. there, you know, like, like collecting up all the garbage and yeah. just like garbling it into like, you know, sure former waste stew right yeah this is this is always like one of these like bizarre i don't know fantasy is definitely not the right word because that would that would assume like such a such like a like a colorful and and fun version of this but i have always wondered if there would the day would ever come where like you know how we like the same way we like harvest oil or something like that yeah i think there's like trash island out at sea but like it would be so like i don't interesting doesn't even feel like the right word because it feels like concern is mostly the underlying sentiment uh-huh. but like if the day would ever come where like for some reason people are like oh yeah we got to go and like harvest this like unrenewable resource which is all of the trash that is accumulated in this part of the world and like we almost started to like recollect all of this like waste that has otherwise just like found its way to like the middle of the ocean. Yeah. You know, it became like a harvestable resource. Of well, I think, sorts. I mean, people do harvest that for like recycling purposes. The, the, yes, of course yeah. they do. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it, but if it became like, like super important, like in the same way that oil is important to oh, sure. like our, our society and world yeah. and how we drive our cars and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's probably important and at least in a, in a manner of like <laughs> responsibility, responsibility. Yes. Yeah. And like, should, should we be gets, doing this? Yes, we yeah, should absolutely be yeah. doing it. But like if you like, what are, what are the, like if it just grows so massive, then like what, what is it? You know, what are the ramifications for quality of life on the planet or something? Right. But like, if this would, this would be like the, like in the, the overall narrative of like humankind is if like we had made it so far that at some point in time we became like unexpectedly dependent on like our own former problem and dependent probably is again, the wrong word, but like, if we had if we had made it so far that something that was previously a, was a problem became a solution yeah at the very least that would be like I'd be like okay yeah <laughs> we we've made such strides yeah that sounds like very that sounds very humanity like oh this is a problem but we can make some we can make some we can we can use it somehow how to make your problems your solutions how to make your problems your solutions yeah so maybe my my, my real eventual treasure hunting will be going in and harvesting garbage from the ocean yeah this is another plug for the, also the book project hail mary which if you haven't read you should oh yeah it's a good one yeah. it's a good one yeah, yeah. No yeah. Doubt. anyway okay no spoilers or anything we got one last transition left sure 
I like to make my own sound effects sometimes. Yeah, even though we play music there. We do. So yeah. I like to think, I don't know, but I like to think that Isabel leaves in your sound effect as well. Oh, yeah, I don't know either. For sure. We'll have to ask her. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, Jay, you have a note written here okay. um, yeah. about a, a new game that is apparently sweeping your home totally. every evening called yeah. Gears. Gears. Did yeah. you invent said game? or is I it, didn't is it invent said game. No, this is this is definitely a uh, creation of my son's. Oh, okay. For so, sure. So it came from your household, at least. Like, it came you can't, from my you can't household. go to like Amazon.com yeah, and, and purchase the board game gears. But I guarantee you, you probably already own all the necessary requirements, provided that you have children in the three to six year old range. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's interesting because so, so many products like this have an age range that they are like appropriate for. Yeah. Or like a minimum threshold, like mm-hmm. for ages like six and up. Yeah. And this is like this this game is appropriate for people who have kids aged three to six. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Well, it's just like it's it's it the way this game has come about is like it's so funny to me because like literally every day at some point they will come running up to me and be like, Can we play gears? Let's go play. And like as soon as one person says it, all of them are just like Gear, gears, let's go play gears. Like, you know. Like okay. They okay. Are so excited, and it's like it's like I really can't say no because they're like all so united, and they do have an absolute blast playing it. But to, to tell you even what the rules were, I don't even know what the rules are. Even how we landed on the name Gears, I have no idea. Well, like, it's a great name for a, a game. It's a great name. Yeah. If you're thinking it has something to do with like cogs and simple machines and stuff like that, though, you'd be way off. Man. Okay. Yeah, I, that was exactly I what I was picturing. I, yeah. I literally just assumed that you guys were like building your very own like Willy Wonka style factory not in your home all, and, and manufacturing chocolate and mass. I, like once upon a time, Luke kid, he had some game he wanted to play called like pipes or something and he came over and he's like you got okay you guys are going to be the pipes and you're going to be like the water and you're going to be like the cannonball or something and I don't, I don't know what he was planning for go what like what what his brain was but eventually it turned into gears okay that, that, okay. that was like the evolution of it I'm not going to lie pipes also sounds like a great name for a game so I, maybe, maybe Lukester has a future in game design there's no doubt he's very inventive you know he makes lots of inventions which often mostly just means he found the scotch tape <laughs> yeah <laughs> and guess what now there's a bunch of stuff that didn't used to be stuck together <laughs> But, but now, now it, it is. is. Look at my invention. And I'm like, what's it do? And he's like, and then uh, he's like, he'll like come show me all the things and I'll ask him what it does. Like, you know, what's the purpose of your invention? And it seems like he'll also be inventing what it does as he, you know, goes through it. And it'll often involve, you know, space travel and lasers and all sorts of things. Um, but those are all I mean, very creative, excellent aspects of, of inventions. Yeah, no doubt. There is an element of pipes in this game as well. Okay. Not pipes you travel through, mind you, or anything like that. What kind of pipes? Like, uh, well, they're kind of like the characters, <laughs> the, the, the pipes of the characters. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me either, but okay. okay the game okay. of gears is this. Okay. Lay it on in, me. in a nutshell is we have an ottoman and we have our big couch and the game of gears works like this. The kids get in a line on the ottoman and what they want me to do is pick them up and throw them onto the couch. Okay. Right. That's basically it is. I don't know why they call it gears, but every single day they will insist upon this. And so for the first few nights, that's basically what they sort of like just sort of go through in the line. And I had like three different spots on the couch where I could throw them. And, you know, so I'd throw one over in this corner and they would, you know, land and they think it's hilarious. And I throw one over here and they kind of get back in line over the days, though, it's evolved a little bit more. Where now, in addition to thro- being thrown in the air, now they have different like moves that they want performed as part of the throwing. Okay, you know, either they want like they want to be like spun and thrown, or they want to do like a belly flop, or they want like a like an ultimate gear 
or something. Okay. Ultimate Gear is when you raise them up to the ceiling and then basically just drop them onto the couch. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> like, In case like, you're wondering. Yeah, it's like, a, like an Olympic level yeah, move. Sometimes maneuver. they want to do, yeah, sometimes they want to do upside down, which means they want me to flip them as I do it or something like that. And then there's the element of like the chasing that's started to crop up around it. Oh, so they're they, like, now I feel like go get them before I throw them on the couch. So like they want to so like they, run away from me. They can't play Gears without you. They can't play Gears without me. I am essential because that the throwing of the kids on to the couch is the main component to the game. I got you. I yeah. got you. So is it at all possible they have just like conned you into pl- like like interacting with them in this manner by giving it a name? I mean, there's this is this is not even like conning. It's just funny to me that like it's not just like throw us on the couch. It's like let's play gears. Like they've they've gamified it. I think is the funny part. So are there points? There's no points. Yeah. Do, do, do they ever say like oh good one? Oh, I mean they definitely like certain things. Sometimes they will get very upset if you didn't perform the kind of like throw maneuver they wanted oh, like I wanted yeah. to be spinned or you know sometimes it'd be like I want five seconds which is like you know we gotta like slowly throw them or like spin them for a certain amount of time there's all sorts of you know Jay, I feel like you mechanics. could possibly <laughs> just give up on your gym membership because it sounds to me like you were doing like, I mean I am I like legit start sweating playing this game with them I'm you know? sure <laughs> I'm, I'm like sure fucking children around uh, <laughs> and then yeah so the <gasps> hook a kid the, the new part of it is they want me to like chase them they're like, you, like you have to like go get them, like as if they don't want to be thrown on the couch, which is like the uh, the oxymoronic part of the game because that's all they want is to be it, thrown. To be thrown, but then like, they want to run. Yeah, they want to run, so they want you to chase them, but they very badly want to be caught. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, th- there's that. But then once you're caught, they'll be like, "Guys, help me, help me," or whatever. So like you'll be carrying Luke and Nick and Nate will like jump on your legs, and you're like, "Now I can't walk," and you know, it's like they're very bad at stopping me from getting back to the couch to throw them. Oh, certainly. Where they want to be thrown right yeah. right and so the other day luke informed me that they the children are called pipes so that's what i guess i'm throwing pipes i'm not sure why they're called pipes in the game of gears but that's how the, it's, in the game of gears in the game of gears they are the pipes and uh yeah so i've been getting a little bit of extra workout every day and playing gears nice nice chasing the children down throwing them on the couch <laughs> Well, truly incredible. Super fun. It does yeah. sound, I mean, it, it sounds, only yeah. ends one way, though, Ben. I can tell you that for sure. It feels like the kind of game where it's just like you're waiting for two skulls to collide. You're waiting for, you're waiting for someone to run into someone. You're waiting for someone to take a rogue bounce off the couch. You're waiting for someone to trip because they're only wearing one sock and they went around the corner in a weird way. Or, you know, it, they, a lot of times they're like the, the hallways, you know, they aren't like that wide or something. So if they, if you like make a reach for them, they'll try and like dodge out of the way and like run into the wall you know <laughs> sure and then they trip and then it's like oh, this is i don't i don't know if i love the chasing part of it because all you want me to do is throw you on the couch anyway we're making this adding this whole extra element to it guys like but whatever it's fine they love it that's gears it, it sounds like it's i mean it's so funny because i mean it is like the epitome of the phrase it's all fun and games until someone gets hurt like that i is, mean it could not be more like on the nose i know and it's like this is sort of like but at the same rate it's like the fact that it always ends with some Someone's sort of like crying at some point. Like no one's ever getting like hurt, hurt or anything like that. Sure. And sure. it's sort of like at the same rate, you know what? Everything they do ends this way. You know, <laughs> everything ends in tears. It doesn't matter what game we're playing. We could be making a puzzle and this is how it will end. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
So we may as well be getting some physical exercise. Out I, I suppose that's a very good point. That is a very good point. It yeah. also does feel, I mean, going back to like a lot of like our GMA adventures from like high school and stuff like that. I yeah. can't lie. I mean, it also kind of felt like this was sort of like the way that we would push boundaries yeah. was that we were just like adult versions of your kids and just yeah. kind of doing similar stuff like off of a diving board or into a lake or off of a cliff right, or in a, right. in a, in a tunnel under the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Which was like a big thing that we decided we really loved for a while. It was called tunneling. Tunneling, yeah. Where we would quite literally go and find underground tunnels and just just like crawl through them. But uh, if you're which, like, wait a minute, are these like readily available? And I'm like, yeah, where do you think all the rainwater goes when it rains? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just follow the water. You think it's, you're like, doesn't it smell bad down there? And I'm like, unbelievably bad. He's <laughs> like, do we yeah. do it anyway? Apparently, of for some reason. But we did. For, for full disclaimer purposes, not recommended. Not and, recommended. And in fact, I would, I would encourage you not to do it at all. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was something but that we did and but, it was awesome. But, 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 but we did do it and it did seem like it seemed like every time we did it, it was almost like, can we find a bigger one? Find a bigger one, <laughs> a, a longer go. one. Yeah. Can we be under the city and find fish like swimming in pipes and such? You sure can. We did do that. They yeah. are there. There are fish in them, which is so unexpected. It's a miracle. No one got like, you know, diseases walking around down there. It is a miracle. Yeah. Or the, I mean, it was always also one of those things where it seemed like the further into it you got, the more likely it was that you were just going to like find somebody like camping out in there mm-hmm. which also was like one of those things like why would anybody camp out in just complete and utter pitch darkness right. in a horrible smelling tube beneath yeah. the surface yeah. of the earth like there's no one no one's down here yeah. yeah yeah but it always felt like you might run it into o- somebody it felt like you might run into somebody it also felt like the further you went like the more likely you were to get in trouble for some reason like the yeah. deeper you got in like absolutely like not like if we'd if we'd only gone in like a hundred yards it wouldn't have been that bad but now that we're 300 yards in and they find us like guys what were you doing this far in yeah yeah I feel like there was a stretch that we were all really excited about at one point in time that I feel like went like two miles or something like that, Mm -hmm. like way too long. Way too long. And I feel like we all had this ambition to bring a skateboard and ride the skateboard, like sit on the skateboard and like like pull yourself through. Ninja Turtle style. Ninja Turtle style, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it could have been done. It could have been done. I want to say that like our friend Mike did and uh, like managed to bring a skateboard because like in one particular tunnel, it would have been helpful. But then the next one, it was like... There was like, like a like in the a, way. There was like a crack every like you know every every new tube presented a crack, so you actually couldn't like roll. You yeah. just kept running into the next tube. We did, yeah. yeah. Or but this was so because sometimes like these were like sometimes we would find these like tubes that would be more like you know yeah like uh, for for rainwater runoff like next to a road or something but sometimes it would be like this is just a tube that goes from this side of a neighborhood to another side and they'd be like very short yeah that's also and true. like yeah. you know those would always be the ones where it was like oh yeah we know lots of little like secret passages through neighborhoods because we do cross country and we find all these like funny tunnels and stuff <laughs> because we were supposed to be running and what we were doing instead was being like ooh, that's I a know. hole in the ground why don't i go investigate it exactly let me go through this tunnel we'll see where it goes It'd be great. It'd be great. Super fun. In hindsight, it it literally is almost just like like leaving. Like if I, you know, like frequently, you know, you're you're like at home or if like I'm watching Addy by myself or something. Like you might like set her down with like Frozen or something like that. And you're like, okay, I probably have enough time to like run upstairs and take a shower. And yeah. like, what could possibly go wrong in the time that I'm gone? Right. And you're and you're like you're like surveying the room, being like, okay, what could she get into and this is like one of those things where it's like you know you think like the older they get the more you're gonna like not have to worry about that now that i'm like reviewing our teenage selves it's like no 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 no. once you get to teenage you're just a lot more capable of capable of getting into a lot of different kinds of trouble yes yes which yeah yeah we well, thankfully for the most part, I feel like avoided. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. We kind of we got yeah. reasonably unscathed. Well, because like we we were really good at finding the line between like like 
things like things you couldn't really get in trouble for, but were like still no one would otherwise like were still like adventurous and you wouldn't normally go do. Yeah. You know, I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's good. That's good. But but still, uh, do not go out and, and go into storm yeah, drains. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Just, Very dangerous. Yeah. 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 Especially if it's raining. However, if you're up for a game of gears, I mean, you if know, you're up for a game of gears, you know, if get you want, get your pipe life on. Get, yeah, you know, find your find yourself some pipes, aka three to six year old children, preferably preferably your own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't or, just start go throwing kids. Oh. <laughs> don't go throwing kids yeah this is like the song don't go chasing waterfalls i still don't know what it means yeah i don't know yeah. we weren't chasing tons of waterfalls <laughs> we did yeah all the time it's what like you're talking about why would you not like, chase waterfalls we had a whole game called waterfalling and basically you just you know jump from rock to rock down the river until you found the waterfall at the end of the you and, know and then you win and then you win as, in as fact the only way to lose was to fall in the water and even if you did just get up and keep going yeah there was one time though that uh i fell into the water and i got <laughs> i was so frustrated i was exhausted mm-hmm. and we were out in the middle and it was so cold yeah and i fell in the water and i'm like you know waist deep and i mean it was probably below freezing i just punched the rock i do remember i was laughing yeah. pretty hard <laughs> yeah i know i know it was there was I, sometimes i felt like there was it was like i was the youngest of of the group and sometimes i felt like it showed Oh, you know, it was like, so. it was like, it, uh, well, I mean, maybe not showed like in terms of like maturity necessarily or anything like that, but it was like, it almost felt like the fact that you guys had like at least a year, if not more than that on me, it was like, there was enough extra growth that it was just like, like I was just, uh, I just couldn't quite always keep up. Oh, I don't and, know though. I think the thing you fell off was like rock climbing, which I would have like assumed that was even, even then something you were more adept at. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it was, I, I fell in, I was the only one who fell in. That's so true. there's that. Yeah. So there's that. I don't know. It was so, but uh, yeah, the whole, everybody's just looking at me and like, I'm so mad and everybody else finds it completely hilarious, which only <laughs> oh, makes me course, more mad. Of course, yeah. But it, like, it's like one of those things where it's like, of course, if you'd, if you've been on the other shore watching any, any of the rest of us fall in, you'd have been laughing too. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I've I've always I've never been able to laugh at people when they fall. It's it's not a it's not a uh, it's mm-hmm. not a it's not a characteristic. Mm-hmm. It's like it's just I feel so bad for them because I know what it feels like ben, to be there. I've watched you watch the year in Carlin where Tyler goes over the wall on his bike and I know you laughed. Okay, well I that's fair. You yeah, I mean, to be fair, okay. So, so the quick story to close out today's episode is that we do have what I always felt like could have been on America's funniest home videos because it's just a it's like Tyler learning to ride a bike and the way that our street was set up there was like this really odd situation where there was like the curb just like any other curb like you know like where the rainwater would like pour its way down or whatever um, except instead of it like butting up to a sidewalk or like someone's yard or something it was just like a four foot wall into like into their yard right so uh, anybody I guess they decided they couldn't like build on a hill or something so they just like dug dug the road dug the land next to the road to a level field or something it almost reminds me of like like playing like roller coaster tycoon or whatever you're doing like the grading thing Mm -hmm. and you're like changing the landscape of the environment it's like you're like literally like yeah and and that's like so the house was like lower somehow um but either way so like our our, our, one of our parents is videotaping tyler as he's like learning to ride a bike for the first time and he's just like going and like turning the bike around to like come back towards mom and dad and literally just like puts the nose straight into the front of the curb and just flips yeah like completely over this four foot wall and i mean he was completely fine fine. but it was like one of those trash kids (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> but it was like, it's an amazing video because on all of it is the camera, the footage, the turn, the fall, and then the camera doesn't even get turned off. You just see like the running, mom like, or dad oh no. run, running with the camera. <laughs> um, but of course, Tyler was completely okay, which is what I do feel like in hindsight makes it hilarious. But yeah. in the moment, I wouldn't have laughed. Sure. In the moment. Yeah. Sure. But yeah. a- after the fact, after. It's, it's completely safe. <laughs> you know, as long as everybody's okay, yeah. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah totally, totally. There we go. Anyway, guys, as ever, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of The Pop. If you'd like to see all of our fun thumbnailing things, yeah. you can head on over to patreon.com slash popcornculture. But otherwise, until next time, pop, pop. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.